Hey there, Marcus Show Bro listeners. Marcus here. Ryan and I wanted to take a second to thank you for listening to this episode. If you like the show, make sure to go to whatever platform you're using, whether it be Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and give it a rating, download the episode, and subscribe to the podcast. It really goes a long way and helps the show continue to grow. Now let's get to the episode. Just river kids picking up stones like David did, watching them long necks break off a freight train bridge. We went to church in a Detroit car. Our daddies drank draft at the local bar with an aching back, just like old granddad did. And we like cold cake beer, fixing up trucks, old bird dogs, and the woman we We'll have steaming out of a coffee cup We say our prayers, send them to the sky Bust our backs, barely getting by Carolina to California up to Illinois Yeah, there's guys like us Blue-collar boys Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Marcus show bro I am your host as I am every single time Marcus himself and as always I am brought to you with my partner in crime my number two he is the gnawed up kneecaps to my Dan Campbell Ryan Ryan buddy how's it going yeah <laughs> that's a new one I like that. it's a new one out of nowhere out of nowhere with um, his coffee's like half espresso or whatever. He gets three or, shots of espresso, I think, and black coffee, three shots of espresso. I think he has like three or four a day. It's crazy. He's he is the quintessential football guy, the yeah. ultimate football guy. Um, Ryan, buddy, I hate to say it this way, but football's back. We're here, baby. <laughs> we had there, college this past weekend. Now we get NFL. Now we have it all. Yes, Saturday and Sunday. I I love. I don't. I, here's a good analogy of it. Ready? Mm-hmm. College football is like that fling that you get that's like crazy, and it's just like partying, and it's like chaos, and you don't know what's going to happen. And the next day, you kind of wake up, and you're a little bit dizzy, and you you know you're all over the place. NFL football is like that, like you know go-to all-the-time gal that, you know, you know what you're getting from it and you still oh, love yeah. it every time. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, It's it's your comfort. It's your comfort Any food. given Sunday. It's it's know? it's so awesome. I, I love the NFL. I love, 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 love the NFL. Something magical about it. I don't know how to describe it. Um, It's just, it's fun to watch good football. It oh, really, really is. Absolutely. Um, we got a lot of great games this weekend. We do, we do. It's hard to miss in uh, in the NFL. Like oh, you're, you're usually going to get good games here and there. Like you're going to have maybe down weeks, and and really with week one, we don't know what the down weeks are going to be. But yeah, um, but Kinda Ryan, like a game like the Commanders and the Cardinals might not excite. A lot yeah, of that's the, the Cardinals could be bad, bad this year. They they and, might be bad bad. And if they're tanking for Caleb Williams, that might backfire on them because you probably saw what his dad said today. What his dad say? He doesn't want to go to Arizona. 
if the situation, like it depends on who, if it's basically he could come back to another year if they don't want to go to whoever has the number one pick sort of thing. Got it. Got it. Which we'll see where he's at in December. Some of that I think is just all talk, but. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, you, we've seen guys do it, this this kind of stuff before in the past. Yeah. Um, but Ryan, what do you say we get right into it? Because I want to talk some games, and I asked you what games you wanted to talk about. Um, I think we're, you know, obviously, so we're recording this uh, before the Chiefs uh, Detroit, game. yeah, Thursday night opener. Um, and so. We both, and I figured you wanted to open with it anyway. Yeah. Um, it's one that I said, hey, I don't care what games you want to talk about, but I do want to talk Chiefs, uh, Chiefs-Lions because I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, so Detroit goes to Kansas City right now. The uh, the Chiefs are favored by four and a half. Over under is 53. The line movement's been all over the place recently. Mm-hmm. Um Right. We'll get to why here. Yeah, I I want to get why don't why don't you go ahead and lead us into give us some thoughts on the game, give us some stuff that you're thinking so and, and all that. We got this is a good matchup, obviously. Um, it's we have the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs and versus kind of like the young and up and coming Lions. Like the Lions got off to, they were like the fun team, the good story last year to where the Lions have been historically bad and they've been really bad. I mean, the past. 20 plus years mm-hmm. if we if we want to put a generic time frame there because it doesn't really matter because they just haven't been good for a while yes anyways they have they have some years that are not as sucky as others correct yeah they've they've snuck in a couple of playoff appearances here and there mm-hmm. but um they were they're a really young team that have a great head coach and dan campbell who's a kind of a lunatic but <laughs> players love him and you see, they all bought in last year. They're really young, and, and they were kind of like the story. Like they didn't, they didn't get off to such a great start, but they finished strong. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they finish in like second place? They're like above five hundred. They were very close. So they needed. What did they need? They needed somebody the last week to lose. It was Seattle. Seattle. They needed Seattle to lose, and when Seattle didn't lose, and they already knew Seattle didn't lose, they played the Packers, and they really weren't playing for anything except to kick the Packers out of the playoffs, which they did. They played spoilers. They did it. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think definitely they have that's some pretty high expectations this year, especially with Aaron Rodgers gone. And honestly, we'll get to the end of more of the NFC North later in this. That division is kind of up for grabs. You don't really know. I mean, I think we can pencil in the Vikings as a contender, but. I, I don't know what them. It's, they're they're yeah. a little interesting. Yeah, you you really don't know what you're getting from them because like last year the Vikings had what eight or nine one one score games, um, in two games that they probably could should have got their doors blown off of them, and they just had miraculous comebacks. The Bills and then that that right. Colts game, which is yeah, un unbelievable to think back to. Um, yeah, I I, I don't want to use the Saturday. yeah I don't want to use the f word uh for the Vikings, but a little fraudulent. Last year, yeah. um, I agree. I, I kind of felt like when they went in against um uh, the Giants, the Giants were going to able to ground and pound them, and they were gonna. I, I just didn't think that they. It, the Your Vikings didn't. Wasn't good. Yeah, the Vikings didn't do well against good teams. Let's just say that. Besides I the agree. Bills, besides the I Bills, agree. yeah. But anyways, we're not talk. We're talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. the Chiefs yes, and the yeah. Lions. <laughs> um, the Chiefs are a little different story. I mean, obviously they're defending Super Bowl champions, but. The big they they got two big stories. The one I just thought of it now. 
Chris Jones is still holding out. Yep, I was going to bring that their up. Best defensive player, and their defense really is not that good. Like, take him out of there. They are terrible defensively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's kind of the straw that stirs the drink, sort of thing. Like they just rely on him to just make get pressure, get in the backfield, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and the other big story is Travis Kelsey hurt his knee, and fortunately, it's not doesn't sound like it's anything serious, but he's questionable to play. And honestly, I personally don't think he will play just because. It's week one. You, you know, don't rush him. You it's, could argue you used to, an 80% Travis Kelsey is better than a lot of other players in the NFL, mm-hmm. but there's no reason to because you're playing on a Thursday. So you, you already have extra like days of rest before your next game. Yes. So just yeah. Get him healthy, sort of thing. And and the injury happens so close to game day. Like yeah. if they were playing Sunday, it would be it's the same kind of idea. If they were playing Sunday instead of Thursday. Yeah. You could probably lean more to it, but I think yeah. I I do think you're right. Um, that uh, I, he it just doesn't look great right now. I think they said hyperextended and bone bruise. Yeah, right. So it's good thing it's no like structural or lig- yeah. ligaments or anything like yeah. that. Knees are never good. You, you know, you always got to hold your breath. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know they lost some weapons. They lost Juju from last year because. That receiver room, you take Kelsey out of the equation, like, who really scares you there? Now, I don't have any doubts of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I, they're going to put up points because you got Kadarius Tony, who, you know, former first-round pick from the Giants, who they couldn't utilize him at all. I mean, the Chiefs, he's going to be – if he can stay healthy, he's going to be an all-pro this year. Yeah, he's going to be a weapon. That, that's my hot take. Uh, I, like, I like it. I like it. Um. They got some other wide receiver too. I think. I think they drafted a guy, maybe, or they picked somebody up in free yeah, agency. Yeah, they drafted some dude from SMU, but yeah. the guy they drafted last year, he had a touchdown Super Bowl. Sky Moore. Yes. Yeah, he wears yeah. twenty four as a receiver, which I'm not a fan of that. But yeah, that's, yeah, you know. Um. So here's kind of my take on it. Right. Mm-hmm. I love the lines. Like as a yeah. team, yeah, as a Campbell's franchise, these guys ready yes. to go. The grit and grind lions are awesome. They. Their defense was also awful last year. I mean, yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible offense last year. Um, Jared Goff just completely revitalized in a city yeah. like Detroit. I think he's the perfect fit for like where that team. Sort he of is. Thing. They love him, and and he loves it. You can tell he really likes being it's there. It's crazy, like how his the direction of their seat, like the franchise, changed in literally half a year. At the beginning of the year, they were talking about. I remember there's a video of when Ohio State was playing Michigan State last year, and there's a Michigan State fan saying, "Hey, CJ, do you want to come in Detroit? I hope the Lions yeah. draft you." He kind of like shrugs, like showing yeah. you where their mindset was. Now, like you're riding with Jared Goff, yes, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So, it and uh, yes, I just like Detroit. I, I think they are the lovable loser of the NFL. Like you yeah. said, you mentioned beforehand, they've they've never had long-term success like yeah. what why do we hate teams like the patriots why do we hate teams like alabama why do we hate teams like clemson it's because they have long-term success and uh you're a little generous putting clemson in there well but we, the, but the point you're making we really hate clemson because of Dabo sweeney but yes yes um he's he's the reason uh he is the reason well that's that's for another podcast yes yes uh but um and we hate Brian Kelly. Anyway, so um also for another podcast. Also for another <laughs> podcast. We'll just we'll have our biggest hate list and yeah. and and just be a good episode. Just get it off our get it off our chest. I love um, that, Mark. But 
yeah, when 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 you have long term sex. Now the Chiefs, I don't feel like have that unless you are like a Bengals fan or a Bills fan who's directly. Which like, in my own personal experience, like people hate the Patriots because they had success. I really hate the Patriots because without the Patriots and the Steelers' way for a lot of those like you know late aughts teen years, the Steelers probably have the a lot bees. more. Yes, they have a lot more. You know, I'm not saying Super Bowls, but I'm saying that they have better shots at it. You know what I mean? I, I um, agree. They were kind of that constant thorn in your side. Like, you always had to go through them. Yes, and it was tough for us to get through them mm-hmm. because at the time they had the best qu- – I mean, not I shouldn't say at the and time. And you were typically playing them in Foxborough. Yes. And not, like, Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah. So and, it was tough. Regardless, regardless, mm-hmm. okay? Um, Here's where I wanted to go with this rant, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody and 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 the line for this game because again I'm the lines guy. The line originally opened up at Chiefs minus seven. Now I know that uh, the 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 Kelsey stuff has kind of moved it a little bit. Yeah, it's been going down because of that. Um, the Cam Jordan stuff's going is making it going on too as the, as he has not returned as well. Um, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. My bad. Chris Jones. You're good. Uh, we know what you mean. Yes. Uh, that being said, this is. Let's think about this. We're talking about the Super Bowl champions here. We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. We're talking about Andy Reid, right? And as lovable as the the Lions are, mm-hmm. like this is the classic fall in love with a team and get high expectations and forget they're playing the Super Bowl champions. This reminds the the hype the Lions are getting reminds me of like what the 2019 Browns were getting. Yeah, yeah. a little different situation because they didn't add like an Odell Beckham Jr. in the offseason. But you you know they're a young up and coming team sort of thing. Yeah, and everybody wants to get on it, and so everybody's mm-hmm. you know pumping that money in, and that line's going down. I'm just gonna say it right here, and I may look like an idiot when this comes out because again we're recording before it. I I have the Chiefs minus five and a half. Like it, until I see it happen, I'm not gonna believe it happens. And the NFL no, is one of those things that's I like agree. if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't it's fix all it. about trends, and mm-hmm. so. I think the Chiefs win by a touchdown. I do think it might be a high-scoring game because, like you said, I think so too. I think the Lions will put up points. Yes, neither defense. The only is very thing good. that kind of works is working against them is their wide. We're talking about the Chiefs' wide receiver room being yeah. weak. I don't think the Lions is all that much better. I mean, it does help Jameson. You know, there are a couple of guys who were caught gambling, so yeah. Jameson Williams is suspended for six games. But I'm on Raw dog. Oh yeah, he's good. And they're already talking about they're going to use Jameer Gibbs in all these crazy different ways. So mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that works out. Yeah, very much believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's 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 one of those things that um I I I saw that the line went down. I knew even with you know the Kelsey news, I knew if the line got under um was was underneath uh touchdown six and a half or lower, I was going to take it because. Like I just I, you know, I it's the Chiefs. You take the Chiefs, right? right? Mm-hmm. It's it's you don't don't think take the Chiefs kind of thing. So, um, but that being said, who do you think is going to win this one? Kansas City. Kansas City. Now I could see Kansas City kind of just you have that Super Bowl hangover. It's Week One. You know, it's the ring ceremony. They may not mm-hmm. be all. They're more hyped about getting the rings and, and not focused on the game. And Dan Campbell will have those guys ready. I could just yes. see Dan Campbell like just. Having some passionate speech where he punches a hole in the chalkboard or some something yes. like that. Yeah, we're like, gonna to get those guys ready. Yes, we're gonna scratch and claw and fight and and kill you and we're gonna do all these crazy things. 
Yes. I agree. Um, Ryan, going in chronological order, now going into Sunday. I know you wanted to talk about this one. I, I even knew, I knew in my brain, the moment I said, Ryan, oh, what on. games you do you want to talk about? Talk about it. I knew you wanted to talk about the Browns. Cincinnati Bengals travel to the Cleveland Browns right we now. We're talking about the Steelers next. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't need to. We don't need to. Who do you guys I have? Am, uh, the Niners. Oh. And good the thing Nin- Nick Bosa signed his extension in just the nick of time. I know, right? Um, we get <laughs> we get the Niners with Nick Bosa and the extension. Um, I'm guessing Purdy. No, it's, it's Purdy, yeah, yeah. It's Purdy. Um, uh, so, right now, the Bengals are two-and-a-half-point favorites over under 47-and-a-half going to Cleveland. Um, Ryan, I'm going to let you say what you want to say, and then I'll kind of give my thoughts. All right. Well, I think this game, in my opinion, I might be a little biased, I think this is the best game of the day. Just when you got two, um, a high-powered offense and a Browns team that has the potential to be just as Mm high-powered. You know, we'll we'll see. But for the Browns, it comes down to this. And I've been saying this all offseason, and I think you can agree with me. They got no more no more excuses. No Watson's your you've no Watson's your guy week one. This is the best roster that they've had since they've been back. You brought Jim Schwartz in, but defensive line is much improved. I think the defense will be much better. Mm-hmm. I'm just I just don't know what to expect out of it. All comes down to Watson. If he can be the Deshaun Watson of old, which I think he will be, this Browns team can be very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, they've had a lot of success against Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. And they I, got I, the secondary to match up with their receiver core. It is. Especially it, it, with Denzel Ward returning to practice today. But Good. No, no, I was just going to say it is strange how well they match up with them. It's mm-hmm. really it's Even really last weird. year. Like, yes, even when they shouldn't be that, like, good or they're not playing as well. And I guess that's kind of, you know, we talk about it, or I've talked about it on here before. Um Division teams are designed to beat division teams because the yeah. fastest way to get to the playoffs or the easiest way is just mm-hmm. win your division, right? So mm-hmm. if you do that and, and you beat up the teams in your division, like you're you you're in a good spot. And then once you get there, once you get to the playoffs, it's like, okay, now we just got a game plan for everybody else, right? And it's kind of who's healthiest and, and who can make right. plays at the right time. I'm um, excited to see how because you know they're changing the offense isn't gonna look like what it's looked like the past three years for Stefanski, which is the more uh Shanahan like uh zone run scheme run play action team. yeah yeah they're this is going to be more designed to Watson's strengths so more shotgun more pistol definitely they're definitely going to throw the ball more which I expect them to run it still too because you know you, when you have Nick Chubb you're going to utilize yeah. him yeah and I'm assuming Jerome Ford's going to play because he had a, hurt his hamstring a month ago and he's I heard anything about him on the injury report I'm excited to see what how how they use him compared to like how they use Kareem Hunt like is it going is he just going to are they going to give him the same workload to what Kareem Hunt did even though he only has like six career carries yeah and the the question i think the big question for the Bengals is how healthy is Burrow remember he had that uh, scare back in yeah i've been caught the calf yeah which look yeah. when i saw the play i'm like oh that looks really bad and the fact mm-hmm. that it was a calf and not you know an Achilles is huge Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the big thing with them too is uh, I, I'm I'm interested to see how that uh, revamped offensive line looks for them. Yeah, because they went out and they've they've made an effort to try to get a a, a lot of Orlando Brown, get him mm-hmm. out there. 
um, and kind of fix up some holes in that and, and keep Burrow upright. From the left side to the right side. Yep. Yeah. Um, and so I'm interested to see that against a, a Browns defensive front who you, you know, have Miles Garrett. So you got to slide protection to him. Zadarius Smith and Agbo Akinoro. Yep. Um, you also brought in Dalvin Tomlinson and Shelby Harris a couple weeks ago. So your defense attack, they had the Browns probably had the two worst starting defensive tackles in the league last year. I'm not saying they do, obviously, they don't have the two best, but the improvement to Tomlin's from Taven Bryan and Jordan Elliott to Dalvin Tomlinson and Shelby Harris is a massive improvement. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that, that development as well. It's, and like you said, you have the defensive backs to match up. I still think that the mm-hmm. Bengals are going to get theirs eventually. You know, it's, oh, yeah, of, of it's, course. It's, it's, you, it's, you know, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah, it's tough to it's tough to you know. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, though. I do think the defenses will play a factor. Meaning, yeah. it's not going to be they're not going to get these points. They're not going to be having these three play seventy five yard drives. You know, I I expect I do expect some big explosive plays, but I also expect the defenses to hold their own. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, it's going to be like a twenty seven twenty four type of game. Okay, okay, and obviously, or maybe like a 30, 30, 20. Low thirties, high twenties, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna zig when you zag a little bit on that. Okay. Um, when division opponents play each other, almost at a sixty percent clip, they hit the under. Um, and the NFL again is all about trends. It's all about betting trends and stuff like right. that. As a moral thing, I think I have to take the under in this game under forty seven and a half. I think that you right. could see okay. it be a twenty one twenty four, still kind of up there. Um. It Unless, seems like since Burrow's been there, all the games have been relatively like the, his uh, first game as rookie year was what was it thirty five thirty yeah um and then the next one was um thirty one twenty seven and then in twenty twenty one the game the Browns won was forty one sixteen yeah then the second one that Burrow didn't play was like twenty one sixteen or something yeah something I and mean, the the two games last year. The game in Cleveland was like 32-13. And the other one was, what was it like? The Bengals won pretty easily, but it wasn't like a blowout sort yeah. of thing. Um, If I had to pick a side just to take, you know, a number, um, not actually picking who's going to win the game, I'd probably take Cleveland plus two and a half. A home, home underdogs are, are pretty profitable, um, and, and it's a good good spot to take. I'd like it if it was up to three. I don't think it's going to get up to three, um, like a full field goal. Um, but I do think it's going to be a good one. You give teams all off season to practice and train for and get ready for, especially right. a division opponent. Um, it should be, it should be pretty good. Oh, well, yep. Yep. And now um, dude, now, now you don't have to worry about like playing not to get hurt sort of thing. Like kind of like you do in the preseason. Exactly. Just be it's free. On. Just play free. Um, mm-hmm. I am, I, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the Steelers game, but I am pretty excited for it. I think that there's a lot of, uh, hype with the way the Steelers looked in the preseason, which really means nothing at all. Um, but I think that their offense did look better. It looked a little bit more fluid. Um, Pickett making good decisions, all that kind of stuff. But San Francisco is a different animal. I mean, they are uh, very deep. They are very sound. They are very well coached. Offensively, they just do things their way, and it's tough to tough to beat them because of that. So, you know, yeah, happens. Um Ryan, anything else with the Bengals Browns? Oh, I'm, I'm just ready for it to start. Yes, and I, I already know. know what uh, Henry and the boys are going to say if the Browns win. I already know it. Yeah, 
I'd rather lose to the Browns in regular season than win games in January. <laughs> it's I already know what's going. It, it doesn't yeah. matter. It doesn't like, matter. You can't win. That's what I've realized. You can't win. There's always there's, there's always a spin zone to something, right? Mm-hmm. Always a spin zone. Um, Ryan, the other game you brought up, I was kind of surprised you brought this one up, but now after thinking about it, not so much. Green Bay travels to Chicago. Right now, Chicago is one and a half. That's point like favorites. the game of the week, I think, for the the four o'clock. Yeah, game, yeah, yeah. Which is, I was trying to think of like who was playing while I was at work. So yeah, no, you're good. Chicago one and a half point favorites over unders forty two and a half. Um, it is the Fox game, uh, or at least it should be. Um, unless you have red zone, then you watch every game like me, like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, is Justin Fields good? We're about to find out. He's. This is the this is the kind of like the make or break year for him. It's year three. They've done a better job of surrounding, you know, what, what they do with the offseason. They had the top pick. They traded back to get him DJ Moore, an actual weapon, which I think the other guys like with if Darno, I think Darno Mooney and Chase Claypool, though Mooney might have been a trade piece, but they're they're not gonna trade him, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um they're better as your second and third options than, than they are your first. DJ Moore is a proven receiver. A thousand yard or just about every almost every year in Carolina. And kind of look at the quarterbacks he's played the past couple of years. Um, and you've seen it in the past two years or couple of years, it's 2020 for Josh Allen, where you give a young quarterback uh, an established young receiver and it, they just make that jump. You saw it with Josh Allen when Buffalo got him Stephon Diggs. You saw it last year with Jalen Hurts when they got him AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking you're gonna see you can see this this year with Fields because you know he can throw. Like we we saw it at Ohio State, and obviously he can run. He had over a thousand yards, and they got him a. Yeah. a st- their line has not been good the past few years, two years. Um, they got him that uh, left tackle from Tennessee, Darnell Wright. Yeah. So they've added the pieces in place. So it's kind of like this is his year, and you know, there's no more Aaron Rodgers, which is a perfect way. You know, the boogeyman's gone. Kind of the guy who's always been in their way. Yeah. So this is the beginning of the Jordan Love era. How does it look? You know, is yeah. it going to be another Packer quarterback success story where you had basically two guys for the past 30 years and, you know, no drop, almost no drop off. Like whatever growing pain is going to look up and can Jordan Love be that guy? Yeah. I, I, I think, think they have a pretty talented roster around them. I think it's an interesting dynamic of um, like, I think LaFleur's system works. Uh, obviously it does. I mean, he's had success. He's a, he's a, uh, what's his name guy, uh, McVeigh guy. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, and you wonder if, if a guy like love plays differently, um, without that specter of an all-time hall of famer, you know, next to him. Um, and if he can kind of just play his game and play free or is the moment, you know, too big because you hear you hear guys that you know scout and have played in the NFL say this stuff all the time. Um, if like if you you should just if you think a guy's a guy, you play him early because he's either gonna like right. show that he's got it or he's not. Like he, you know, you, that's yeah. not something you just pick up. Kind of long early days of when you draft a guy number one, it's you hold a clipboard for a year and while we yes. start a veteran guy, yes, it's, you draft the number one, you're a day one starter. Yeah, um, and so uh, again, kind of a you know uh, a square pick right here. Um, I'm gonna end up taking the under in this game as well. Again, division opponents, 
uh, week one. Yeah. You've had a long time to prepare. I'll a probably rivalry. take under 42. Rivalry, I expect Green Bay to run the ball a lot. I know Chicago is going to run the ball a lot because they oh, like yeah. to get Justin Fields moving. Um, that's not saying he's not going to throw, but that's kind of where they flourish the best when Fields is using his legs and moving around. Um, so give me the under in that one. Uh, and and let's have a good like NFC North just absolute piss fight in Chicago. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, should be awesome. It, I think it's gonna be a really, really should be a really solid game. Um, Ryan, our last game yes. to go over before we get out of here, we got Ooh. Buffalo and New York. So right now, Buffalo is two and a half point favorites. Over under is forty six and a half. Ryan, what are you thinking? Well, it's the Aaron Rodgers debut in New York. Is this game in, well, is this game in actually in New York or is it in Jersey? It's in Jersey, I'm guessing. MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Okay. So the Aaron Rodgers um, where my mind go blank? Debut, uh, debut? Yes. Era has yes. begun in New York. It's crazy how he just just follow Brett Favre. <laughs> it is uh, nuts. It is nuts. And after watching Hard Knocks, I'm I'm wondering how this is going to work because it seemed like these guys were like, "Oh my God, we're playing with Aaron Rodgers!" Like, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. they're all just admiring him. And it's like, y- you know, how how's mm-hmm. it going to? The Jets can either go two ways for me. They're, they're either like the 2020 Buccaneers mm-hmm. when they had Brady. Or it can be like last year's uh, Broncos when they added Russell Wilson. Yeah, and that's I think that's what scares a lot of Jets fans is is that's a very real possibility. Now they have Hackett go the same way it did with Brett Favre. Yes, know. yes, they have Nathaniel Hackett. Which say what you will about as as him as head coach, I think him as mm-hmm. a play caller when he only has to worry about that kind of stuff is he's he's yeah. solid. And when you've he seen that with, with Aaron Rodgers and Green yep. Bay, yep, he's got a really really good relationship with Rodgers. Um, so, uh. And they also added Dalvin Cook too, which I think that's going to help with Brees Hall, who was had a, a really good rookie season last year, who argu- arguably could have put up a fight with Garrett Wilson, who went offensive rookie of the year. And I think having Dalvin Cook it allows you to ease him more back into it. You, you don't have to give him like a, that big of a workload right away. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I agree. Um, and and on the Bills side, you know, there's a lot of question marks that go along with the Bills. Right, Novon Miller to start out. Novon Miller, um, you worry about regression. They look like they've yeah. regressed a little bit over the past couple of years. Have they, a... they kind of hit that wall, sort of? Yes, thing. yes. And so they're like... no longer kind of like that young and up and coming team. They they kind of had their moment, and they've just kind of haven't. They haven't been able to get back to like the you know the AFC Championship game like they yes. were in twenty twenty. Yeah, two two or two or three years ago they were. The Lions that we have now, and they panned yeah. out, and now it's or starting even like to get the to Bengals, the, honestly. Yes, yeah, of like this franchise who has struggled for so long, and now they've kind of figured it out, yeah. um, to a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, was even I, their playoff game with the uh, the Dolphins last year? Miami could have won that game. Yeah, they, I think they should have won that game. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo, like you know, it was way closer than it needed to be. Yeah, um, for for long periods of time, uh, you know. I, it's so tough because it's tough. I, I said, I've said it before. Rodgers is so dang talented. That defense, mm-hmm. it, Sauce Gardner just cuts off half the field. They're so um, good. They're so, so, so good. good. 
he is really, really good. And so, like, if they have him just following Diggs, that's going to be really, really tough for that's him. That's going to be a great – that was a great matchup last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, and can Buffalo actually run the ball this year? I, I think that's kind of hurt them in some of these big moments because they, they're just so pass-happy. Mm-hmm. I think you saw it with the, Bang- in the Bengals game last year is when you can't run the ball. You're just focusing, like, a third and two or three, as you would know, is a heck of a lot more easier than a third and seven, third and eight. Like, yeah, yes. Um, and, and so how do you, how do you stay balanced? Kind of like you said, as mm-hmm. Buffalo, um, they have and, James Cook. Yes, they do. Uh, and, and for New York, it's, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. It's like, what are we going to get from Rogers? Like, is he going to be Packers Rogers? Is he going to be the MVPs Rogers? Or could he be, you know, on the downslope and, and, and the new yeah. look doesn't really fix it. Um, yeah. If I had to pick this game right now, I'm going to flip flop until it actually happens on Monday night. But if you made me choose, I'm gonna t- going to take, Oh my gosh. It's so tough. If I have to take a side, I'm taking bills minus two and a half. It's the same. It's the same logic to me as, as uh, the Mahomes stuff. It's like, Prove me wrong. Like, once you prove me wrong, once you burn me, then I'll fix it. But, I like, I, Buffalo has proven that they can win, even though they're kind of, you know, the the whole like plastic shiny's kind of worn off on them. They're still, I think you could, you can count, you have more confidence in them. But now you you're talking, like now you're game. talking me into the Jets. Now you're making me think the picks the Jets. <laughs> That's an issue because Jets two and a half, home, home underdogs, Aaron Rodgers. Like, you, it, it's hard to pick against the guy, especially when he's got like weapons all over the place. Um, right. And they didn't even have a good quarterback last year, and they were they were competent. Like the Jets were a very competent team last year, and they didn't have a good person throwing the ball. Right. Um. That's what was holding them back. Yes. Uh. uh. You know what the play is? What's that? It's the freaking under, but I'm not going to say that again because I've already said it like three times. I'll take a side. The play is the under, under 46 and a half. That's what the real play is. There you go. <laughs> if you're making me choose a side, Buffalo for right now. But I can change. I'm allowed to change. That's fair. Okay. You should be able to. Who do you think? Yeah, it's tough. It's like, so tough. It's that's gonna be that's gonna be a really good one. It's gonna see, be a really it, good one. I need the Jets to win because Aaron Rodgers is my fantasy quarterback. Okay, there you go. And I have to beat Josh this week. So there you go. There you go. Easy pick. But right? I have the Bills defense. So you're in a torture chamber. I am. Um. I am. <laughs> all right, Ryan. Uh, I love talking NFL football with you. I love that Me it's too, back. Man. I love that. We get this time of year again, um, and that you know, let's just be—I mean, we've said it before. Let's be honest: we're a football podcast. The show we is are. better we when are. we can talk football, um, and when we can discuss this stuff. And and week one, you know, we really don't know what we don't know. We found we find it with exactly. college football every year. I find it every single year with college football. I think I know, and I have no idea. Exactly. Right? Texas Tech losing to Wyoming at home. How do you do that? 
How which is funny because the two best, arguably the two best quarterbacks in the league are from both of yes. those schools. Yes. Um, and so, uh, you know, Florida State beating the brakes off LSU. Who would have thought? I loved every second of that. I loved this. The second half of football might have been some of my favorite football I've ever watched in my life. And Duke beating the brakes off of Clemson. I loved watching that. It's just perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, football's back. It's the best yep. thing ever. I love it. I love talking about it with you. I love breaking down these games. Um, Ryan, thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Remember to download, rate, review, subscribe, do all those things. It really does help the show. Me and Ryan are going to continue throughout the football season, bring you any updates, bring you any picks, any you know predictions, and just nonsense about stuff. So um, oh, yeah. thank you for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. Take care, y'all.